Good morning and welcome to this Saturday, March the 13th edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your pa- uh, co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we are so glad that you've decided to join us today for our Types of Christ series. Uh, we've gone over, I think, three or four types of Christ in the Old Testament. And today I'm particularly excited because we are going to be discussing uh, the book of Ruth, which for me, I consider to be the most uh, complete and, and totally perfect picture of uh, our Redeemer, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the Old Testament. Uh, and uh, pastor's going to uh, give you some great information on how Ruth and Boaz were types of Christ. Uh, Boaz was particularly a type of Christ. Uh, You're going to love this information. It's fantastic. Listen carefully. Take plenty of notes. You're going to enjoy this one. Um, And with that being said, Pastor, please take it away, sir. Thank you, Curtis. Um, You're listening in. Uh, Turn in your Bibles to the book of Ruth. If you're looking for it, it'll be right after the book of Judges and right before the book of 1 Samuel. The book of Ruth is a is a story, uh, and we're going to present it as a story. Um, and it was it's the story of redemption. Now, the word redeem means to buy back. And Jesus Christ died to, and paid for our redemption. And, and in his death, burial, and resurrection, he was purchasing us from the world of sin, buying us back. He created us, and, and uh, we became lost in sin uh, from Adam right on up until this present day. And this is kind of a story, uh, almost a short novel, uh, although uh, not a novel. It's an, it's an exact um mm-hmm. It had happened historically, and we'll try to get this all in 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 as short a time as possible. But I, Curtis, I must tell you <laughs> and our listeners, this is going to be quite a task. There's just four chapters, Book of Ruth, a short book. You can read through it in, in just minutes, but there's so much in here. Overabundance of, yep. of information and uh and scripture supporting uh, Boaz as as a picture of Christ, as a, the uh, most complete, the most complete picture I believe yeah. in, in the Old Testament. Yeah, well, let's uh, to begin with. Uh, um, we're going to start in chapter one. I want to introduce the the main characters in this uh, in this wonderful story, and they are uh, there are three main characters. And uh, and the supporting cast is uh, is quite amazing too, um, and those three characters are Naomi and Boaz and Ruth, after whom the book was named. We're not sure who was the human author, but we do know that God was the author of 
the book of Ruth. And so having said that, let's, let's give you a setting for this wonderful, wonderful doctrine of redemption. We'll begin in verse 1 of chapter 1, and it goes like this. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled. Now let me stop there. You see, Israel for 400 years were captive in Egypt. Moses was called to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and into the promised land. The, the Israelites wandered for 40 years uh, and uh, in a dry and arid land. Uh, and so many events happened there. Uh, we won't go into, we've already talked about some of them in, in some of our previous episodes. So after 40 years, the, the Jews came to the promised land. Now Moses was not allowed to go into the, to lead the Jews into the promised land, but Joshua was. And Joshua led the Jews into the promised land. And the setting locally for this story is the town of Bethlehem. Now here's how it goes. At this time, there, were, there was no king, no king in Israel. Israel was ruled by judges, and by that, uh, probably the, the, uh, uh, the main character in each of the 12 tribes uh, took care of the, uh, of the legal and organizational matters uh, in Israel. Joshua led them in uh, and uh, then died. But during the time of Judges, and it says so in the book of Judges, that there was no king in Israel, and every man did that which was right in his own eyes. So things were not great in Israel. And there were times when even though God led them to the promised land, God was not with them uh, a lot of the time because they rejected God in one way or another. So now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah. Now Bethlehem was a, was a small town uh, in an area that was uh, populated by the tribe of Judah. And this certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab. He and his wife and his two sons. Now they went to Moab because there was a famine in Israel. Now understand, Moab was named after uh, one of Lot's sons. Moab was a, uh, a product of an incestual relationship between Lot and his daughter. And she begat, and, and his daughters, and they begat Lot, uh, uh, Lot's uh, two sons, Ammon and Moab. So understand that, uh, that um, they went, this certain man went into Moab with his wife and two sons. Now the name uh, of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the name of his two sons were Malon and Kilion. Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. It meant that they owned property in that area of Israel. 
And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. Why? Well, there was a famine in Israel, and so they went there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. And she was left and her two sons. So there she is without a husband, but she had two sons. And they, the two sons, took them wives of the women of Moab. Oh, oh. Israelites were not to marry outside of Israel. No, they were not. The name of one was Orpah, and the name of the other, Ruth. And they dwelled there about 10 years. And so here, this, here was this family, Naomi without a husband. Um, uh, Malon and Kilion had wives, Orpah and Ruth, and they dwelled there about 10 years. And Malon and Kilion died also, both of them. And the woman was left of her two sons and her husband, gone. And she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Now, when it says visited, he took he took uh, account of them. He uh, and uh, because there had been a famine, and now he was going to bless them. And so Naomi heard that, and she was going to take uh, her. Uh, and she was going to go back into Bethlehem. Verse 7, Wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was, and her daughters-in-law with her. And they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah. Now understand, um, these, two, these two women were Moabites. Now, Orpa and Ruth, yeah. Orpa and Ruth. Mm -hmm. Now, it the book of Deuteronomy talks about Moabites, mm -hmm. and it says in Deuteronomy chapter twenty-three, uh, we'll begin reading verse one. Uh, it says, "He that is wounded in the stones or hath his privy member cut off shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord." A bastard shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord, even to his tenth generation shall he not enter into the congregation of the Lord. An Ammonite or a Moabite shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord, even to their tenth generation shall they not enter into the congregation of the Lord forever. So what this means is they would not be considered Jews and they could not hold an office as a judge or later as a king in Israel. And that's what that meant. Uh, and so, uh, and understand, take careful note of what this is unto the 10th generation, because when we get to the end of this wonderful story of Ruth, you'll see 10 generations. But uh, that's a little teaser. Let's get back to our text in Ruth. Uh, they were getting ready to go forth. Uh, to leave the land of Moab and go into the land of Judah and specifically to the town of Bethlehem. And Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, go return each to her mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you as ye have dealt with the dead and with me. So she said, it's going to be a tough journey. 
Um, and, and it's just me and, and you two ladies, and I can't take care of you. Well, your family uh, will take care of you. You stay with them. And she said in verse nine, the Lord grant you that ye may find rest each of you in the house of her husband or the relatives of those two boys. Then she kissed them and they lifted up their voice and wept. And they said unto her, surely we will return with thee unto thy people. Well, Naomi was still concerned about him. And Naomi said, turn again, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Are there yet any more sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? She said, turn again, my daughters, go your way. For I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband also tonight and should also bear sons, would you tarry for them till they were grown? Would you stay for them from having husbands? Nay, my daughters, for it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. So she wanted her daughters-in-law to stay in Moab where they would be safe and fed, taken care of. Verse 14 in chapter one, it says, and they lifted up their voice and wept again. Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave to her. So Orpah, she decided to take no Naomi's advice and go back home and, and go back to, to, to Moab. Mm. That's what she, that's what she, but Ruth had a different idea. Ruth clave unto her. And this is the important thing to know about Ruth. This is the kind of Ru character Ruth had. Um, what a wonderful woman. And we'll see more things about her as we go along in this story. And she said, behold, thy sister-in-law has gone back. This is what Naomi is saying. Uh, she's gone back into her people and under her gods. By the way, the people of the Moabites were uh, had idols. They were idol worshipers. Uh, they didn't, um, uh, they didn't come to the God of Israel. Um, so she said, uh, and you go back, go back into your people and your gods. Return after they, after thy sister-in-law. Do what Orpah did. And then in verse 16, and Ruth said, I, I love these verses. I do too. Yeah. I love these verses. Yes. And Ruth said, entreat me. She's begging Naomi. Entreat me not to leave thee. No, or to return from following after thee. For whether thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. And thy God shall be my God. <laughs> Was there anyone more saved than Ruth? No. After you read this statement, this is an amazing thing. Uh, 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 raised in Moab, a godless country, they had false gods. Yeah. And yet, now imagine the influence that Naomi had. Naomi had to be a wonderful believer for, mm -hmm. uh, for Ruth to want to follow her back. By the way, 
the road from Moab back into Bethlehem of Judah, uh, these these two ladies did not climb in a Toyota SUV. No. Yeah. No. No, they did not. This this was a journey of of well over 100 miles through desert and over mountains. This was a tough, long, arduous journey. Yes. But Naomi was was she was determined yes, she to was. go back to her home. By the way, this isn't all that Ruth said. She says, where thou diest, will I die? And where will I, and there will I be buried. And the Lord do so to me and more also, if not but death part thee and me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay with you, Naomi, until one of us dies. Mm-hmm. Listen to the character. Mm. Listen to the love. When she, Naomi, saw that she was steadfastly, that was Ruth, minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. Well, she didn't stop speaking to her. It was about this subject. She said, if if you want to go with me uh, and and, uh, I can't talk you out of it, then I'm not even going to. You really feel. That's right. If so this is how you feel, I'm not going to uh, talk any more about it. So they too went until they came to Bethlehem, Judah, and it came to pass when they were come to Bethlehem that all the city was moved about them, and they said, "Is this Naomi?" And they were astounded. Here was Naomi that had been uh, gone for years. Now, in this part of the story, I'm going to go back to the beginning. Elimelech was a man of Bethlehem, Judah. He had land there. He was a landowner. Understand this. In order for Naomi and Elimelech to have gone into Moab, they would have had to sell their land to one of their kinsmen who would purchase it. Now, the Jews had a law that every 50 years, those who had sold land or those who had been sold into slavery would get their land back at the end of those, in that year of Jubilee, it's called. And the slaves would be set free uh, in the year of Jubilee. So, Naomi and Elimelech had had land, and people knew that, and they and they were they were astounded. Is this Naomi? Verse twenty, chapter one, and she said unto them, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me, and Mara means bitterness. Mm-hmm. If you'll think back to when Moses and the Israelites were in the wilderness, they came to a certain water and it was called Merah. That's right. And, and it was called Merah because the waters were bitter and you couldn't drink of it. We did this in one of our previous episodes. We did, kind of. The rock, we, we, okay. The rock yeah. In the wilderness. Yeah. But but this was the water in the wilderness, and, and God told Moses, smite the water with your rod, and he did, and the water became sweet. And they could drink of it. But Naomi remembers 
this story about them in the wilderness. And, uh, and who knows, she might have been in the wilderness with them. Uh, we don't know that for sure. And she says, call me Mara, bitter. For the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. I lost my husband. I lost my two sons. I lost my land. And I lost one of my daughters-in-law. And she said in verse 21, I went out full. They were in good health. And the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then call me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath testified against me and the Almighty hath afflicted me. So Naomi returned and Ruth the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law with her, which returned out of the country of Moab. And they came to Bethlehem in the beginning of the barley harvest. Mm. Now I might wonder where Naomi lived. She had, she and Elimelech, Elimelech had forfeited yeah. their land. Yeah. So someone had to be kind to Naomi, give her a place to live. So, and they came back and they heard that, that, that God had blessed Israel with, with grain and, and, their, and blessed their fields. And now the famine was over. And so she said, this is the place where we ought to come. And so ends chapter one. So ends chapter one. And, and I see that we've used up over 20 minutes. And we're still going. Yeah. Stick with us, folks. Oh, this yeah. story gets gooder and gooder. Oh. I had a preacher that talked that way. <laughs> he once told us with regard to sanctification, he once told us he was getting saved her and saved her. Yeah. So I feel like I can use some colloquialism. It gets gooder and gooder. And, and in chapter two, here's where we find out what happens to Naomi. And Naomi had a kinsman of her husband's, a mighty man of wealth of the family of Elimelech. And his name was Boaz. Boaz. Enter the hero of our story. <laughs> All right. And Ruth, the Moabite, said unto Naomi, let me now go to the field. Now, understand, the field was probably the field that they had left. Mm -hmm. And that Boaz had purchased. Mm -hmm. They said, let me go now to the field and glean the Ruth, the Moabite, said unto Naomi, let me go now to the field and glean ears of corn after him in whose sight I shall find grace. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look at the words here. Boaz. The field. The famine. And grace. and grace. Wow. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. And she went, and she came and gleaned in the field after the reapers. Now, here was one of the laws of Israel, that when you harvested your fields, you were to leave some grain in the field so that the poor people could come in and glean from it and have sustenance. Something to eat. And that's the corners. We're going to get, my wife says, they had to leave the corners that's of the right. field un, 
uh, unharvested, and that's part of it. Uh, And my wife is such a good Bible woman, and she reminded (laughs) me of that. And thank you, Sharon. Okay. She She went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And her, and her hap was too light on the part of the field belonging to Boaz. Accidental? It was of the kindred of Elimelech. Or was, or was this <laughs> a direction by God was to div- lead her a to... A divine appointment. It was a divine appointment, and I believe in them. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I'm married <laughs> to a woman, and she was a divine, a divine appointment. appointment. No doubt. That's right. And I'm going to hang on to her forever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the field was belonging to Boaz, who was of the kindred of Elimelech. Remember that he was a kinsman of Elimelech, and therefore he was okay. It was okay for him because he was the kinsman to purchase the field from Elimelech when he left it. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem, and he said unto the reapers, "The Lord be with you." Now, here's the godly man. The first thing he wanted for his reapers, for his workers, the Lord be with you. And they answered him, the Lord bless thee. A good relationship with the boss mm-hmm. and the employers, the employees. Then said Boaz unto his servant that was set over the reapers. Now, this was the foreman. This is the guy that was ahead of the reapers. He was the one that had charge of harvesting the field. And Boaz said, he noticed Ruth. Mm. Wow. I can't tell you the first thing that went through my mind when I saw my wife, Sharon. My my mind went, wow. (laughs) This girl is gorgeous. What chance will I have with her? But here we are, 41 years married. Okay. Uh, And the servant was set over the reapers. The servant that was set over the reapers answered and said, It is the Moabitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. And so the Israelites and Boaz now knew that this was a Moabitess. Now, they weren't forbidden to marry one. No. No. But she could not be considered an <laughs> Israelite Excuse me. for 10 years or 10 oh, generations. 10 generations, that's right. Okay. And she said, I pray you, let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and hath continued even from the morning until now that she tarried a little in the house. Now, so Ruth had gone to the foreman and said, can I do this? Mm-hmm. And so he's telling Boaz about this woman. Chapter 2, verse 8. Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest that thou not, my daughter? Go not to glean in another field. Neither go from thence, but abide here fast by my maidens, by my servant women. I want you to stay here in this field. This is where you belong. It was Elimelech's and Naomi's. 
now it's mine. You belong here. And he was de dealing kindly with her. And he said in verse 9 of chapter 2, Let thine eyes be on the field that they do reap, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? Go in safety. Nobody's going to put a hit on you. You understand that? You're going to be safe all this time. That's right. By the way, if Boaz was the type of Christ, and we shall see that he is. Oh, boy. This is what Christ wants for you. Safety, surety, yeah. certainty. Yeah. He said, have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? And when thou art athirst, go unto the vessels and drink of that which the young men have drawn. Listen, you know, I, I want to take care of you totally. He barely knew her. Mm -hmm. Then she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said unto him, I say this every day. Why <laughs> have I found grace in thine eyes? Saved people, it would be best for you to start each day this way. Why have I found grace in thine eyes? that thou shouldst take knowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger. And with that, we'll take a little break, and we'll come back to verse 11 of chapter 2. Keep your Bibles handy. We're going to take a break, uh, maybe sip a little coffee, uh, and uh, get my breath back, get my wind back, and, and, uh, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 